No. No. We do that. You don't do, do that. I would do it too. That's only for Addy and I. <laughs> We're on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I came in hot and I came in heavy and I came in hard and I apologize. You're, you're our guest in this house. Okay. You are I, just, I just wanted to get one clap in. All right, man. This you did so leave your shoes on when you entered, though. Yeah, yeah. That was my bad. You believe. My Shame. Shame. It's Bengali chili coming up <laughs> in my house. We're off to a good start. Nah, it's because uh, it, it was overwhelming. <laughs> I come in the door, cameras in my face already. Like, yo, that's our just, bad. Yo, <laughs> we didn't tell you that was gonna happen. It's okay. It was authentic. And to be honest, we just started that today. I think that was great. <laughs> yeah, I think that was great. And he's like, "Quick, get the door. I got the camera on him. I got the." Camera. I was kind of hoping Khan was gonna be the guy to get me on because I know Khan's name. And then exactly. Like, <laughs> and then I'm, like, and you got like, my face. Then but that's my cameraman Scott. Then I would have been great. I'm like, hi, friend. I was like, your name's uh, Sam, right? Steve. Dude, Steve. and you know what? Everyone says Steve if they don't remember my name or if they met me and they can't forget. Yeah. And it's crazy because Steve's my father's name. And everyone is always like, oh, you look so much Steve. You look like Steve. I'm like, yeah. Like I've heard that my whole life. Yeah. And everyone, even people have never met my father, like, Steve? Is he Steve? Steve? Right? They ass, fucking why not? Deadass, we work with a, a yoga studio. and uh, <laughs> That's who it was. <laughs> Homegirl, she's the sweetest, but she could not call, stop calling Scott Steve. Steve, it was great. Yeah. yeah, and I, yeah, no animosity either way. A lot of people anybody. don't know how to like, uh, like they put names to faces. You know what I mean? And I if can't. They, once they do that, yeah. No, you know what's crazy is like because I moved around a lot as a kid, so um, I remember coming from Worcester, Mass. I went when I got to San Jose, Cali, and. I was calling people by the names of the people that I knew back in Worcester. Like, I didn't know their name. You connected like, them? Yeah, I just like, oh, that guy looks like a Chad. Or, like, <laughs> you know, like, I was calling, you know, yeah. 3,000 miles away. And just because someone's like a fat white kid, I would call him that name. And this is this kid that I call him that name. It's a real Nigel right there. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't yeah. really. <laughs> you know, like, I, I didn't, I couldn't. You just, that looks like that. Everyone knows a Nigel when they see a it. Nigel. A I know Nigel. a guy named Nigel. They're like a Bertha. Oh, everyone knows a Bertha. Everyone knows a Bertha. You live in the South. You've seen a Bertha before. I've never seen a Bertha. I've seen some Berthas. Thank God. I know some Olgas. Been with some Berthas. Olgas. Olgas. Ooh. But but Olga can go either way because you go European. What about Helga? Oh, Oh, now Helga sounds like a (laughs) strong-handed milk maiden. That's exactly what I was thinking. Wait, wait, hold on. What's a milk maiden? And why do they have to be strong? It's a different country, right? Bro, because you're milking... Oh, a milk milkmaiden. It's not someone who's bringing you milk like a bartender. Oh, she's just got she's got grip. Yeah, Hanging but like strong. endurance too, you know. <laughs> endurance because like, there's a yeah. bunch of nipples. What know? what is like? But bro, bro, bro. How, how what's the frequency of milkmaiding? Like, are what do you, you just bucket bucketing a day? A bucket a day? Like that's the family is like burning through a bucket of beyond, milk a day. Uh, that's beyond my knowledge, man. Yeah. Well, you knew what a fucking milkmaiden was. Hey, that's a common usage. It's you a common it term. Like I don't know what a milkmaiden is. You don't know. You you just. I mean, I didn't it. know. Okay, so you don't. Now know you know. You were ignorant, and now you're educated. Hey, welcome to the Monkey Brain Podcast. Woo. Anyways, we always forget. Animosity in the room. Like what? <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you later about that whole monkey milk thingy. We do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have off-camera chats where it's like, you know, I need to talk to you about this. Yeah. <laughs> We don't we don't really like get along, meditate or anything. Well, well, what we do is we turn the sound off here, but we still stay in front of the mics, and then he just does this for effect. He just goes, "I don't appreciate what you just did." Right, and I'm in the middle we're of whisper- all this. Right now, we're whispering in our mic. 
facts. We're we're if you're only fire. listening on Spotify, it's really boring. But we're oh yeah, they don't know what we're doing. We're being very like. We got. <laughs> this is Addy and I'm Scott. <clears throat> used to be a rapper. I used to be a rapper. Is a rapper again? This is like oxymoron. maybe a rapper again. Maybe a rapper again. Yeah. Is a rapper. The rapper. Blimps. Hi, my name is Shah. I used to be a rapper. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me on the Monkey Brain Podcast. What would you like? How would you like me to address you? Shaw or Vlimps? Mr. Vlimps? Uh, since oh, we Mr. Shaw? Podcast stuff, yeah, we could go by Vlimps. Vlimps? Now you can call me Shaw. Mr. Is either Mr. fine? Yeah, like if yeah. one pops into my head and I say it, yeah, it's fine? Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay? Yeah, yeah okay. it's okay. Welcome. Thank Consent. you so much for being here, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. You know, I took, the, I took a car. I took a train. I took a subway. I took a bus, you know, to get here. Did so, you really? Yeah, I'm from Jersey, Atlantic City, oh, two and a half hours dude. away. You know what I mean? So, Thank this, you. This Holy guy, shit, man. Yeah. This guy Honestly, is seriously that's fucking cool. like mad grinding right now. Grinding. Like, well, I know you were recording a video. When I, when I say like he he's literally on the track to either recapturing or I feel like you're just on a new level, right? Yeah, I mean, I, we'll get there. You're not used to be a rapper. You're like a whole different rapper now. It's like, you know, now that I think about it, like you, we were trying to go back to who I was, you know, as a rapper, but I realized that I'll never be who I used to be. You right. know, I'm always going to be a new version of me through all the obstacles that I've been through. So I think I learned with everything, you know, I learned with every day. And I feel like the world, the way I portray myself is not who I am now because I, when it takes time to tell my story. And uh, the way I look at it is like all these songs, it tells a side of me. And we just got to like the introduction. The think about it. This is, I loved it. Like this thing, how I would look at it. Like the girl that made the Harry Potter books, J.K. Rowling, right? Yeah. Is that the name? Yeah. Uh, she knew the ending of that story before any of us did. Right. You see what I'm saying? She knew this chapter, mm, this yeah. chapter, before we saw this chapter, right? Right, right. So it's it's like that point of view, like, I just gave you guys chapter one while my life is on chapter six. Nice. You know Ooh, what I mean? Right. So that's the, that's the music. And eventually you're going to see the other obstacle and other stories and other sides of me as I peel these layers and tell so you. So it seems things. like you're, you're di- dipping into quite a big bag right now. You got a lot of stories to tell. Like this yeah. is, I mean, like I said, you're, I constantly see you on the move, making a new video probably every weekend right now. Like you're making material. Like where's this coming from? I the way I look at it, it's like you need to put in quality. You need to put in quantity, but you could do that regardless. But another thing is is speed. You know, like especially if you play the game, this which what I'm playing now is the single game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did the album. We'll talk about the album later, but right now after everything currently as my like i said i'm on chapter whatever why the world sees yeah. you know, whatever they're behind uh or i'm ahead of my time well however you want to look at it right <laughs> you, you know where you're going right, right? that's what I, that's how We're i look at watching. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait do you know where you are bro <laughs> i'm in uh 70th street right <laughs> yeah sure i'm in new york bro yeah we don't want to tell anybody where we are exactly yeah Turn it's not 70th us. Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, why a rap? Why was a rapper? 
why was a rapper? That question's the shittiest way I could have asked that, but I, you know what I'm. <laughs> why be no more rapper now? Yes. Why did I give up in the first place? Yes. What? Why? Why do you need to come back? Is the basic question. Because I gave up on it. I did give up on it, and like it was one of those things, the hurdles of like parents not accepting it, mm -hmm. uh, personal battles. Um, just felt like I didn't know what was next for me. Right. And maybe that's because, to me, I set the bar low. Yeah. Um, my at that time as a kid, uh, my goal was just to win talent shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I won a talent show in in college, and then what do I do? Do next, right? Uh, to win the talent show again, and then whatever I did, I dropped a mixtape prior to all this, right. which was cool. But I just. It was hard for me uh, with my parents of like sneaking around. Like I had to sneak around all the time to do this stuff. And I got caught multiple times. And it what was, just... was that like? Like what were those conversations like? Because, you know, in the beginning when you first start this, um, you know, the first time you just hear your voice on a microphone, right? That's like yeah. amazing. You got your voice on a beat or maybe you've been ciphering like. Yeah, yeah, you're just writing, this writing, yeah. writing. It all started you're with doing that. all this stuff. And then your parents are like, no. Yeah, the way it works is like they found my lyric books. So I started writing. Yeah. Writing was, was becoming a big thing for me. Yeah. Oh, what I was writing was trash at the time, but, but I was writing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happened was my parents found it and then uh, they confronted me. I made me rip it up. You know? What was, like, hold on, what was the confrontation? What did they accuse you of? Like, what is what is what is this like what like the things i'm writing in it like dude i'm a, I'm a kid it's not like i was humble back then or mm. i did not curse back then like yeah. I, I was saying some crazy raunchy just like any other yeah. rapper would Suck okay my big fat okay yeah yeah, big, okay. yeah. yeah yo, yeah. like yo that stuff yo. were they upset that it was music that it was lyrics or was it just the content or that you're you saying or... i i it just, like, it just wasn't. It, it, like, it was good. Like, who, Doesn't who, who, matter. Okay. They're like, who's Chainsaw, right? Because that was my rap oh, name yeah, at the yeah. time. My rap chainsaw. name. Who is this oh, yeah, Chainsaw? Yeah. Chainsaw, right? My rap name was Chainsaw, right? So like, they were like, who's Chainsaw? And I'm who like, oh, he's like a rapper that I, I listen to, and I and I, I just present myself crazy. I'm like, yeah, I write his lyrics. He's he's like a rock. He's, he's not he's not a rapper. He's actually a, a rock. What was rock what band. was Chainsaw like expressing though? Chainsaw's a pretty uh, Chainsaw was name, was a lyrical dude. beast, yo. Chainsaw was do, like lyrically like just at it, like bars heavy, right? Yeah, very violent too. Very yeah, violent sounds rap. like Where's it. Where's this coming yeah. from? Yeah, I think an angry, just an angry battle style battle rapper Eminem. -ish. But were you angry? Yeah. Um, I wasn't too angry. I was. <laughs> I just was really good at flipping words and yeah, everything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, like the, my my lyrical skill was there, but now it's like I use my powers to to a certain direction. Right, you know what right. I mean? I was going towards like the bad. Like, Wait, how long did Chainsaw last? Last out of Chainsaw, how long did Chainsaw last? Uh, I mean, it started cool. at like I I got into hip hop in the sixth grade. Okay, uh, cool, chain, cool. The Chainsaw name actually was gonna be me as a wrestler because I was always into into WWE. Yeah, but oh, that's I a was good never, wrestling I, name. I was never. Okay. Yeah, that was gonna be my wrestling. Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? Right? You have I, a move too? Like, yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna describe do? it real quick. <laughs> I have my own finisher. What is it? So it starts off as like a like a F5, right? Right here. So I throw it turns it's a F5 that turns into a stunner. That's what happens. Whoa. So the body's in the air first and then bam, bro. That's wow. impressive. I call it the F stun. 
F stun. What, what's uh, John Cena here, you guys? <laughs> John Cena's a beast. Yeah. I like John Cena. Okay, so nothing like chainsaw. That's what I'm saying. But my body back then was not. uh, I did not have a John Cena body. I was. I was like skinny fat. (laughs) So (laughs) I. I just stick with the rapping. I was just rapping. So you're like while I wait for that wrestling side to come along. Yeah. I'm gonna work the rapping side of this career. Yeah. And you're a chainsaw, and your parents come up on your books. Oh, so many times I got that. But the worst. uh, The worst when things really hit the fan was like. I had a whole music video planned and I had a whole classroom in a college and I had a whole, uh, people were there, all my friends, my supporters were there and my dad pulled up to my video shoot and that was like, yeah. And, uh, what happened was like, yo, he, he was very disappointed. He looked at me and he's like, (laughs) Oh no. He's like, he's like, you, (laughs) my heart. That's wait, that's exactly (laughs) what the words was. Like he looked at me, he's crying. And he's like, you broke my heart. <gasps> and I was like, oh, I didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? I didn't want to do that. Like at the end of the day, you know, I love him and everything. And like, it was just, we just did not understand or it came to a, an agreement right. when it came to the music. And I was so passionate about it. And like, like then he went and brought my mom back home and brought her to the college too. And then to I was show just her? like, to bring her, to try to make her talk sense to me. Okay. And uh, I was at that point because like I spent so much effort to gather right. that that much people in a in a place and, and and all the arrangements. It took so much time, and like I just didn't want to give up. And we were we were having a lot of things, but still like I would not want to. I wanted to do it. Right. right. And uh, he brought my mom, and it's just like uh, I just had to like you was know that what? this is not work. This is not working. Was that the end of Chainsaw? Uh. Is that how Chainsaw Slightly died? Or did Chainsaw no. never Within died? that week, actually, Chainsaw won a talent show that week. Hey. Same week. But th- let me explain, though. But during that time, like, that was hard. Right. right. That, that hit hard. I got in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I got super trouble for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, super trouble, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I called my friends because that week we were going to compete for the talent show. And I told my friends, I'm like, guys, I'm not doing the talent show. Right. I can't. I just. I can't. I can't break my dad's heart anymore. You don't have the energy, you know. Everything just went down. I'm like, I can't do this. And then the next day I was like, but my friends, we all worked so hard on our talent show performance and I can't give up. And I was like, guys, we're doing the talent show, but we're going to be one of the first ones. We're going to perform and then dip. Okay. We're just going to perform and dip. And that's literally what we did. I got home, pretend like uh, nothing <laughs> happened. I went to class, came back, and then I waited three hours. And then all of a sudden, my phone started blowing up. Sha, you won the talent show. You won the talent show. Dude. I'm in the home, and I'm in the home, and every, my parents are sleeping. I'm like, yes. Like silent yes, jubilation. Like celebrating like, shit. Yeah, this is like, like a Disney made-for-TV yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, I'm That's the gully epic, boy, bro. Yeah, I'm the gully, gully boy, bro. What yeah. you talking about? Behind, behind the bars. Behind the bars, man. They don't know, man. That's my story. That's like, that's that's what I went through, and uh, but luckily we so, got over that, you know. So basically, you're sneaking around. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. Basically, Hannah Montana. Yeah, you're Hannah Montana in it. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Um, Chainsaw Montana. So you're doing this, and you're going to school. Yeah. At the same time, when does the ra- the first chapter's rap career end? The chapter end when I won the talent show twice, in a sense. And okay. I was like, at the time, like females and everything, and you know that stuff also affects the career and everything. Do you get caught just, up with a girl? Everybody gets. Was caught it up like a just 
you got caught up with these things or was it a conscious decision? I caught, to stop up, it? I caught up and I think, I think my definition of success, uh, was set low. Right. And, uh, I, I felt like I did what I had to do. Like it was a hobby at the mm-hmm. time. It was a hobby, I guess, in a sense. And then it turned into a passion when like life just changed in a sense. Was it, I mean, was it really only just to do some talent shows? No, but I was, I was like, always passionate about it. But so you kind of went into like this place of but denial. I just didn't, didn't put the bar hard enough. Like I set right. the bar low for me. I'm so, like, okay. So kind of like you're getting distracted. You got your woman at the moment, family or life. Just, just, yeah. A girl. A, yeah. Let's do love interest. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's, let's, let's call you're, it that. You're having relations. Um, and then you're finishing school. I'm finishing uh, what community college, about to go over to Rowan. Okay. My and what are you what are you majoring in? What are you transferring? Uh, biological to science. I was, I was just uh, getting my bachelor's in or my associates in bachelor's uh, biology, and then getting my bachelor's in biological science. Associates. I don't even know what kind of degree that is. Actually, I, I have now like that I think about it, right? Too. Yeah, like, right. Did them Those things college. collect them. Collect yeah, dust. The, <laughs> the, bio, the bachelor's is a more more thing yeah. that I. You know what I mean. But uh, what was the question again? Um, so you you finished school? Like, school. I mean, what is it? I like, mean, there was different chapters. Done for a second. So you, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, uh, I'm going to that? school. You know, what's your path in your head? Like, it, I'm gonna become a teacher. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like very, very like I wanted to be a pharmacist, and then I realized, oh, pharmacist is really hard. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And I was like, what's the best thing? Yeah. What did your parents want you to be? What, doctor, Pharmacist? lawyer, whatever, whatever yeah. the case was, right? Yeah. Uh, pharmacy was 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 one of the yeah. qualifications that I could choose from, you know. Yeah, right. And then I told them I was going to be a teacher, and then that was also they didn't like that either at first, you know what I mean? I had to argue with my mom when I first got my, uh, sorry, substitute teaching job. Yeah. Like, like I was like, I'm going to be a substitute teacher. My son is not going to be a substitute. Uh, you know, it was one of those things. I'm like, yeah. and then I had to fight again, fight for that. Yeah. Like fight for a plan B. You know, what the, I had yeah. to fight for a plan B and a plan A in my life. Disappointing them plan B. Yeah, yeah. right? Disappointing Jesus. everything, right? But they, they came to around with the whole teaching thing. You know, it took, I still have to get my master's and, oh yeah, well, how awesome does it sound like a son having a master's? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Okay, let's just do this. And I don't, there's nothing, I don't know. We just like, I just wanted to be that regular person, right? Mm living a regular life uh but then music was always what's a regular uh, life to you though uh regular life is just like i'm not pursuing my passion i'm not pursuing my purpose i think i think uh, it's settling 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 for what we have i mean we should and that's why i get you know that's a whole different can of worms right there we might want to open it that's why like like, because you you your mother your father are saying hey meet these requirements and you're at yeah. this place in your life where you're like, all right, fine. Yeah, I accepted, accepted the reality it. that they're they're wanting me or constructing. What, what me is that work. like? I mean, what's the motivation behind it? Like, had you? Why did you need want the acceptance so bad at that point? Why did you want to follow their lead? I guess like maybe because I didn't know my only way. You know what I mean? At that time, well, I'm like, well, they're not gonna accept my music career or whatever that I slightly had something going, nothing too crazy at the time. You know what I mean? But I had something going and I was having fun with it and they were at their disapproval. So I'm just like, okay, let's just, let's, let's do this teaching thing. Let's, what about uh, the like, friends? The friends were telling you. Friends were, were cool, whatever. Uh, they were, they were like, 
man, they know that I struggle, whatever. But they said, don't give up, whatever. Uh, it gave me one of the times, because my, actually my friends were rapping at the time. So yeah. it kind of roll flipped. Right. And they brought me over to a studio. Yeah. And I felt uncomfortable, uncomfortable in a studio. Because you weren't supposed to be there. Because I wasn't making the music. I was just there. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, while yeah. my friends are making the music and having a good time. And I'm yeah. just like, well, why do I feel like this? Yeah. Right. It just felt very, like, Rocky retired type thing. Like, yeah, that's yeah, how it yeah, felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides then, then things just changed. Then I was like, you know what? If I ever come back as a rapper, I'll be like this. I used to be a rapper guy. And then that thought started simmering in my head. And I told my friends, I'm like, yo, I got a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to rapping in three years. All right. They're like, what? Three years? Why was three years? Right? Yeah. Because I was trying to, like, record music at the same time. I, I don't know. I was trying to, like, stack up a whole project and everything. Right. And I was going to make all these videos and everything and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't well thought out. It wasn't well Pulled executed. That it's a lot of patience, Three years. too. <laughs> yeah. But I was Three working years. on it. Three years, guys. <laughs> Stick with it. But I was working on it. Yeah. Like, believe me. I yeah. was I was in the studio. Yeah. This three-year plan. I mean, you're obviously working on something. You're here now. So. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I, those three years, when yeah. I say that, yeah, it's going to take three years. Yeah. I was working hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the studio recording songs. But those three years, I'm still hiding from my parents. You know what I mean? You're I am in the pursuing. closet. Mm. Yeah. You're a closet rapper. I'm a closet rapper. Exactly. But I'm at my friend's basement. Yeah. So mm. you're a closet so rapper hiding. in your friend's basement, mom's basement. Yeah. And then this is where, like, like I started very hungry. I was very narrow focused. Yeah. Even during the time that my mom was passing away. Yeah. And uh, that's where things changed, where, like, my friend only lived a block away from me. And we would go to his basement. And I would tell my dad I had college. But he saw my car parked right outside of his house. Yeah. And he was going to go pick up my mom from the hospital and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's dealing with that. And then he sees me and he's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? What am I doing over here? And stuff like that. So, like, there's a lot on his thing. But, like, I was trying to, like, just focus. Just focused on this this thing. I was hungry, bro. I'm hungry. Uh, Especially at that time, I had nothing going on. Yeah. Like, nobody knew I was a rapper. This is, like... It's like imagine saying you're an artist and then you have nothing out in the world. Yeah. Like what? Not yeah. only you that. sound you don't sound you don't sound respected as yeah. a rapper. Like, yeah, I'm a rapper, but there's nothing except that mixtape as Chainsaw back then. Cause I knew like when I come out as this third this new person, I was just gonna be a different person. I was gonna be shot or whatever. Yeah. Down yeah, the yeah, line. Yeah. The Vlimps thing came a different way. But I was doing a YouTube. I was uh, at the time I was doing YouTube videos. Mm-hmm, I started mm-hmm. like, let me come out to the world as this comedy guy. And while I was still in the background, get these songs ready because I'm a switch and become a rapper. Like, right. you know how people, how people like, enter Hollywood. Yeah. yeah sw- right. You know, they switch, yeah. they switch from rapping to movies or right, yeah, yeah, yeah. wrestlers become actors and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. That's, that's what I was trying to do. YouTuber, then rapper. Yeah. Uh, but things, things happened the way it happened. My mom unfortunately passed. And within that, that struck, like that song that I had to put out at that moment. If if we can dive into it right before the songs so that we can make. Yeah, there's a it. lot of there's yeah. a lot of doors your, you could open. Your mother passing away. Like if you want to like go yes. into a little bit. Like and does that kind of affect why you maybe step away from rap for a second? I I think it was the opposite. You're already think, away from rap. Yeah. At this I, point. Right. I was away from but I was coming back. I was coming yeah, back. Secretly. You're still yeah, secretly. 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 Okay. That's what I mean. But like, setting you up on that plan. Like, were you ready to, like, come back and then this happens and you're like, wait, I got to keep this on? 
Like, no, what? I think let us know. Like, what what was going on? The here? the way it happened, like my mom was sick for like four months, and she was always staying in the hospital. And honestly, like my dad didn't even tell me he, she passed away until people started coming to the house. Fuck. So like it was like I didn't have to piece things together. And what? then at that moment, I was like. It was hard. And I understand where he was coming from because, like, how do you deliver yeah. such a tough news to your yeah. your three three kids that you have? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I understand where it's, it's hard uh, from all point of views, especially when, like... So you have siblings? Uh, yeah, I have a brother and a sister. Brother I mean? and sister. And, uh, but and you're the, the oldest. oldest I'm right? the oldest. So, so you know, yeah, you do feel this feeling of responsibility just yeah, in general. But during that time, you know, it was like... How old were you? I was 22, 22. Okay. It was 2000, December 2016. You yeah. know what I mean? End of the year. Um, Were you good with your mom during that? See, that's the thing. Like, uh, well, during that time, I just think overall, especially after she passed, like, this big regret was on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very big regret where, like, I was so focused on my career. And like this plan that I yeah. have as an artist and school and, and <clears throat> everything like that. Like I wish I spent more time in the hospital with her. Like there was plenty of opportunities. I mean, I was there here and there, whatever, but like, man, if I knew that was that was the last four months that she was gonna I was gonna have her, I would have been there like every day if I had to. You know what yeah. I mean? But a big regret over not just because of that, but in the sense of like Man, all the times that we argued for no reason. Yeah. Uh, all the times that, like, I would rush her. Like, I, I used to drive her to, like, Moscow's to shop. And I was, like, stay, I stay in the car. I'm, like, yo, you know, come on. You got to go. I got to get things done. And, like, that yeah. type of life. And I'm, like, I just wish I was there. Yeah. Better, better relationship. And she, you know. And one of the things is, like, she would ask for my help because she doesn't know Facebook too well, whatever, right? So, and I, the way I would teach her is like so angrily. I'm like, yeah. come on, you got to post like this. This is what you do. You know, you're not doing it right. You know, like that type of way. Right. And then when my auntie asked, hey, how did you learn how to do that? And it's like, oh, my son taught me. And they like present me so nice that I taught yeah. him. Like, oh, but the way I yeah. did it was like, no, nah, you know, yeah. and like, <laughs> Just regret, very big regret, and then on top of that, everything else. Just everything in my life was going wrong at that particular mm, moment. Right. Um, she passed away, and then uh, I got scammed. Yeah. This whole scam thing where like I got like a fake check, and it just uh, regarding like a book shipment thing. It's it's a whole different can of worms there. But that Damn. happens. I lose money. Yeah. I lose money. Uh, my account's at negative two thousand dollars. Damn. Right, dude. Uh. Whatever that happens, and then on top of that, uh, my praxis to get into the master's program, yeah. I fail by one point. So like, oh, I'm like, well, those are the three things that happen all at once. Yeah, and I'm like, damn. Uh, and for some reason, I just felt like I need to write music. Like I couldn't, like, grief, regret, like failure, mm -hmm. everything, mm -hmm. all these things. I just had to make music, and I thought. You know what? And when I was making this song, I went to my community college. I locked myself in one of those silent rooms. Yeah. And I was at it. I cried. I did whatever wow. the case may be. I got my emotions out in this song. Wow. Uh, and I was like, you know what? The only positive thing that's happening in my life right now is this graduation. And I was like, let's record this song. I'm making this music over to graduation. I'm just going to drop it and 
the the rapper's coming back earlier than expected. This is how I'm gonna come back to the world. How my name is Shaw. I used to be a rapper. Wow. Mm. That's how it is. Mm. Yeah. Word up. That's pretty cool, man. I'm going to check the cameras real quick. All right. Well, I want to know about um, now that we've gotten you to I was a rapper moment. Yeah. We dug you out of the fucking basement into yeah. the soundproof room. Your lyrics are taking a little bit of flight now. Vlimps, the name. Vlimps. Yeah, yeah. Explain the Vlimps to me. Okay. So Vlimps is a combination of video glimpse. Okay. In a sense of I'm giving the world a video glimpse of my life. Ooh. Right, so that's where my content, my YouTube channel, is everything. Is I like to do visuals with my music. I like to be, I'm a brand in a sense. I, I want to show people my story through my music, my art. However, but I'm only giving you a glimpse because nobody will fully understand my life. That sounds like it comes I from feel, that place. There's actually a theory that I heard when it comes to cameras. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, there's two people in the world. Uh, we got the introverts. We got the introverts. And when a camera is presented to them, let's say an outrovert, uh, outrovert is what to say. Extrovert. Yeah. Extrovert and a camera, right? <laughs> you know what you're talking about. The extrovert can either <laughs> uh, emphasize his, his personality or he could go calm down, right? That's two ways. He could go to an extreme on two different sides or he could get shy and, and stuff like that. Then the introvert, because they're on camera, they could try to get out of their shell to show more personality. Right, right. Or they would close off even more and right. be more uncomfortable. And I feel like we're all in that same essence. I think maybe I wouldn't have this deep thought of conversation when, uh, if these cameras weren't on. Yeah. Maybe, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm like thinking more wisely of what I'm going to talk about. And yeah, you got to articulate that. yourself. But you maybe this, to... this conversation will probably end over like 30 minutes ago if we just been like, yo. Uh, yeah. It's been a great talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So like the camera, in, in a way it's beneficial to think, but that's how I feel like me, when these cameras are off, who am I? You know what I mean? So you're only just getting a glimpse, a video glimpse of my life. Video glimpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too because you're adding the visual element to music, which is whatever, you know, audible, yeah. obviously, um, to capture your whole essence. So like, I mean... You don't even you don't get to say like your final goodbyes to your mom. Yeah. And so you you kind of like go through this process and that's kind of the catharsis is your version of what I have left. This is why I, I only way I know how to deal with this right now. Yeah. And yeah. out of it comes out this like creativity. I got this piece. I make the music video. I tell my friends. I tell my classmates. I'm like, we're making a video. Classmates thought I was crazy. But my day ones, they were right beside me. Yeah, we pulled up a squad of like maybe seven, eight heads uh, before graduation even starts. We were just at the college because I commuted. It was about like 45 minutes away. And uh, we started shooting some of the parts. And then we had two different cameras. One followed me as I'm inside the graduation. One's in the crowd. Right. Or whatever. Right. We capture as much as we could. This graduation happens, etc. And um, then we go to Buffalo Wild Wings with my dad. By the way, dad has no idea. My dad was at the graduation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but my dad you know? was not aware what? of any. Because this that's is some still, Ferris Bueller shit. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this was. Yeah, I was, you I, are fucking Ferris. Yeah. Bueller. My dad. My dad was like, I told my dad, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna have to go early for the walk, and you guys could come in like two, three hours later. He's like, okay, cool. So I come, and I had my sister text me. I'm like, how far are you guys? Because we're not done the scenes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, some scenes, yeah. like, I don't want him there, and he sees us like. 
What yeah. is he doing? Yeah. What, is yeah. he, what is going on? But I was there. I recorded everything. I got everything. My dad has no idea, but I needed my dad for this one shot. In the video oh, to pull wow, you're funny. Bold. You're maniacal because I had uh, to sneak. I had to sneak him. I actually sneaked a shot with the cops that I had at the time because, like, some of my lyrics, I wanted to get some like B-roll footages. And I, I this I just, is like what was that movie? Bowfinger on him with Steve Martin and yeah. Eddie Murphy. In them. They shoot a movie with like ha- like half the people don't even know they're in it, but they're shooting scenes with it. Is that, that the plot that of Bowfinger? That's Jesus. the plot of Bowfinger. Okay. That's the plot of my life. Wow. That's what I was. I was. I call it finessing. That's that's what I finessing. Did. I had the people like all the graduates. I had them like, hey guys, we're taking a group picture. Everybody get in. Everybody get in. It's a video. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I need you all to move like this. And like I, I, and they're just like in it. They're smiling, whatever. So when the video came out. You know, they, they were all hype, whatever. But, oh, hell yeah. but before that, you know, I got the footages. Uh, my dad, this one scene I had to get like a family portrait shot of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. I'm like, hey, let's all take a picture or whatever. And I was like, all right, Abu, I need my, I need a scene of us like hugging each other. You know what I mean? And he's like, okay, cool. We get the nice hug, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the cool, cool scenes, whatever. It pulls the heartstrings. Uh, we eat Buffalo Wild Wings. I come home uh, from graduation and I start editing right away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. I was like, stayed up all night editing that video because it was going to come out the next day. And I was like crying while editing that video because I felt so much passion. I knew something wow. special was about that video. Wow. And put it out because it was so me at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was me yeah. at that time. It was a time capsule of my, my life in that song. I put it out and it gets 8,000 the first day. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Right? Like, wow, it's actually working. Second day, it hits like 50K. I'm like, Damn. whoa, what, what's going on right now? Now it's going crazy. Third day, it hits like 125. And then I was like, and then that was Mother's Day, too. That was wow. the crazy part. Third day? Third day, it, it, it did that. that and it just like, you refresh the, the screen, it keeps like, they shared. They shared. I'm like, what is going on? Like, like that, I felt like it was a sign. Like, this is obviously what, this is you what got, to you're do. speaking to people yeah this is what i need to do and it was and my dad then a couple of days later my dad uh like my aunties are telling him hey did you see the video well oh, came hey, around yeah like like and he's like what are you talking about like he does, he's <laughs> like yeah i was at the graduation i, I saw him graduate you know? yeah, yeah, yeah he got up there he got yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. it's like okay but then i um then the news started talking to me. They're like, yo, we want to interview you. We got a uh, <laughs> Rowan wants to interview you. Everybody wants to interview you, whatever. And I was like, yo, I got to go do the interview, right? My dad, my dad thinks it's about the scam situation. Like, yo, they want to let people know so we can crack down who scammed him. Nobody, Still, cared. No Nobody cared about my scam thing. But no they were actually, and I was like, no, dad, uh, they're interviewing me because of this video that I made. And then I show him the video. And then I explained to him, like, it got this much views and these are the comments and look at the people and he saw that like it's positive yeah and, and yeah it's from yeah. the heart and he sees it he watched it a bunch of times just like Whoa. analyzing that thing because he like what i went through is kind of he felt you know he was on that same side of me yeah in a sense because he went he lost the wife yeah, you know, he yeah. had kids. Now he has to take care of this different responsibility. Life yeah. is whatever. But this is your perspective now. He's finally getting. Yeah, my perspective yeah. now. So and like your I don't and I don't communicate like and us Desis, we don't really communicate mm-hmm. our emotions to each other mm-hmm. either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't even say I love you to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my way of communicating. And my dad understood me, and I think yeah. like I always wasn't on the best side with my dad, but like I think 
I finally see he saw a side of me and I saw a side of him and right. like I got his blessing. Yeah. You know what he I mean? understood you finally he, a little bit. He understood me and I got his blessing. Yeah. He's been like my number one supporter ever. That since. mean the world to you? Yeah. The blessing. Now, now I'm like I broke that that was the biggest wall for me because like yeah. sneaking around is it was hard. It was well, hard. I, I think like you know what just keeps like sitting in my head before we continue is I think a lot of people don't necessarily know what it means to really like fully go into something like even like right now you're sitting with us like we're like on the weekend before Halloween people are partying right now yeah yeah. you know like I think most people don't understand what it takes to create something in the first place like creating the songs creating your videos creating all the things like you couldn't be half-assing it like it takes passion it's it takes courage it takes people around you understanding your vision Mm -hmm. like that's a lot of emotion a lot of energy yes so like when someone's like oh man like that fool could have been a rapper just hit it you know just could have done this that whatever it's like no like it takes energy it it takes your it takes life energy it's a whole different stress level to and that's why you get you're getting the results that's why people are feeling you and i think what it was was like you know you you have to go through things in life and Allah knows what for what reasons everything happens, but it's definitely given you a hold on what you're passionate about. You know your abilities and you're also on another chapter even with your family. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. So you're th- you're right. You don't go back to being that. I know. You I, can't go back to being that. It was just a new chapter that. and I just felt like with him by my side, I was able to shoot more videos or whatever like yeah. i just didn't have to hide and i would ask for his advice yeah he gives me advice and he, yeah i get to like have these different conversations he tells me like yo i listen to the song yeah he, you know he like i like the the, the beat in this one whatever yeah, he's, yeah. he's giving me feedback he actually reading all the comments yeah <laughs> he's reading the comments and he's like if i reply to somebody wrong he's like why'd you talk like that that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, said like this this like don't entertain that one. yeah, yeah, yeah someone yeah, said yeah. this and like He's all in the comments. It brought you together. It gave you a relationship with your father. Yeah. That, that you didn't dude, have before. That's so that's, cool, yeah, man. Yeah, and awesome. And like him, him being in my in my shows, like he was at the Mela, like watching me. He's in the crowd. That's always cool. It's right. cool. It's cool. It's great. And yeah, I was able, I'm able to do so much and I've got so far from it so far. And uh, I have on my side. And that's, that's, that's a great feeling. But now I realize that like that was the big, that was the biggest wall that I broke down. Right, right, right. That was the that was my first thing. Like in this music thing, I ha- that's the thing that has to be broken somehow. I yeah, need yeah, yeah. his blessing. Happened the way it happened, you know. I I did have to lose my mom to kind of like go through that. You know what I mean? In the sense of, I mean, that song was triggered through yeah. all that. I mean, like, but your mother, moment. this this is the kismet, right? This yeah. is the destiny. Like this is life, and. It's so hard. I always tell people freedom is the hardest thing to have because when you're outside of the construct, the regular life, yeah. the typical, you don't have anybody to catch you. And, you know, Alhamdulillah, people get to have the life where mom and dad are going to be there into their 70s, 80s. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to happen to their siblings. Alhamdulillah, they're going to have those beautiful marriages, kids that cheeky lifestyle yeah i mean not to say people don't go through their stuff yeah but when you lose something so important your mother 
you know like you do you have to you have to find solace you have to find the purpose in it and it is it's the life that you're living that it, it's beautiful the response because that's the only thing you can choose is the way you respond to something yeah the way your father chose to respond i mean your father's life like imagine right now like you have a couple breakups here and there like you might have thought you're gonna marry a homegirl or whatever and you could have felt like your father has lived a life with your mother and now anything they had planned like their next chapter has been changed yeah. your guys chapters have been changed so it's like you get perspective never changes we're still always scared we're always worried something i also happen. see it in a point of like whatever you have now it's not the permanent position mm, situation life no. can change in a day if it needs to no. it can be gone by a day you know what i mean so like i just live it in a, i've tried to live it view it in a, in a in a positive state i mean i've been through some down moments but i i worked really hard to keep that positive perspective in everything yeah for sure that's really cool though that like i i could never imagine uh making music and then hey dad can you like take a look at this yeah. maybe you're no, I, I don't do that oh, yeah. <laughs> see that that's one thing i don't do because like yeah. i feel like i like I don't want his hand too much in my art. Because, like, what mind if, you. What if he becomes that day? He's like, yeah. Manager. Like, what? Like, he's going to change my lyrics? Like, like I know. I, like, that's why I My dad show does him. that with my journalism. Like, my dad always be giving me, like, advice. And yeah. It's not his industry. My dad's an engineer. Exactly. So, it's just, like, you know, he's just, like, got this whole vision for my career and shit. And it's, like, oh, shit. Like, I, I, I bet you anything I can imagine how a bengali father would approach a musical career yeah so it's like parental <laughs> control like but like, like oh it's working okay then we're gonna do this then that's why i gotta yeah that's why i gotta i do me and then i show it and then i kind of i sometimes let them see things ahead of time but i really want to make the art myself and like one thing that i don't want to always think about is like what my dad will think you know i, I just want at one point i'm trying to tell my story and it's going to get to that point where I need to do me. What, I what like, you think your dad's going to ghostwrite for you? No, no, no. In a sense of... <laughs> start booking gigs and shit? It's in a sense of yeah. me telling... Your dad me, battles you like... <laughs> I wouldn't. My verse is better. <laughs> I, he, he wouldn't do all that. I think he, he would be like, ah, oh, the beat could be a little more energized. Or you could have done this Did more. You? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, next time. Let's trust it. But he just... That's how I look at it. I, I'm saying... The same. <laughs> You're not going hard enough. Son, this is not a banger. This, is, this wasn't lit. This wasn't lit. This was not lit. Bangladesh. What is There's this? no fire in this. Yeah. No sauce. No sauce. No sauce. Like Jalna. But Jalna. I, I just... I think my future songs, when I put out... Uh, it's just gonna show different sides of me, and mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. if if he's really, you know what I mean, like he doesn't know fully like my stories, my things, and my content that I'm gonna put right, out. Right. He might agree with some things, some things he might not agree with at all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think I need to tell my story the way I tell it, and uh, with the music the way I want to portray it. In the no, art no, no, that no. I create Which is it. why you're here in the first place. Yeah, yeah. 100. I mean, yeah. but. Can we get your dad to come in? No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. I mean, he, <laughs> we actually have your dad on the phone right now. If you guys come over my house. your dad's the bridge hub behind your career. He's on line one, Addy. Monkey bridge. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a remote podcast with your father. Yo, that would be hilarious. Uncle, uncle will be in the hot seat. Yeah. That's no, funny. but I think like, yeah, that's amazing. And yeah, I think something really important you just said was um, just knowing that nothing lasts forever and it's very, sh you know, short term and to 
enjoy enjoy it why it's there and i feel like that kind of is metaphorically how you're looking at things like you have this window right now to pursue my dreams Mm -hmm. yeah um it's it's a battle i would say so because the way i look at it um i'm also racing against time i do feel like that i feel like pressure maybe on myself in a sense but it's because like i said i have all this stories to tell and it has to go through this tunnel i don't know if i say it's like a metaphor in a sense of like it has to get recorded it has to get mix and master mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it has to get Process. video it has to yeah. get this it has Produce. to get that it has to get posted it has to get released and then we move on to the next one you have to move mm-hmm, on to the next mm-hmm. one because now it's the single game mm-hmm. and i need to make that tunnel a little bit wider so mm-hmm, that way yeah. it could flow because speed is a big part of it too once you get momentum because you have to create momentum once you get momentum you got to keep it right, going right and th- it trust me like and I was in that level at the the beginning of my year. Uh, I did a music video with Sabu, a wrestler, yeah, yeah, a yeah. legendary wrestler. Uh, I am working on my album. Um, I'm doing shows. I'm touring. Right. It's like right. everything is going up. Everything is going up. I put out the album, and then I'm touring, and then Ramadan hits. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So all that moment, because social media, the way I was on my Gary V tip to the fullest, man. <laughs> I was on it, right? I was content, 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 content. I was on fire. And then the Ramadan uh, hit, and I just felt like, you know what, Ramadan, uh, I don't want to post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever, because it's whatever. I just need time for me to personally grow, God, etc. And I did that, but all that momentum surprisingly right in a month things could go it could be that gone it started going down right in a sense of and i didn't know what to do in a sense yeah because i was like yo i just put out this album i just already put out so much music right i just dropped 16 songs at once yeah and my momentum is going down i'm like and i don't i don't have i don't have my tunnel flowing with the music no more it was like turn off the faucet yeah, you just once basically dumped out. everything out of the bucket. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to refill. Yeah. And that and that's where I kind of put myself and I couldn't figure out that shot, you need to turn back on the water. I was like I'm like I wasn't thinking that. I was like, nah, let me try to make uh music video, like music video or like other content, like yeah. some other talking content. I tried so many different content. But like the real thing is I'm missing is dropping music. And now well, I mean I figured that out whatever and i mentally went through with all this other stuff i still like like anxiety or whatever i used to wake up in the morning just feeling anxious because I, I just i wasn't figuring it out mm. shot turn on the water faucet right yeah, yeah, yeah. i couldn't figure yeah. it out and that whatever once i figured that out i realized that it's not like you turn it on it's just gonna drop like that no i have to go through that tunnel mm-hmm. where i need to get things recorded mixed master you need your plumbing. That's I, how you fill your I bucket. need to re- make, that, yeah. make that bigger. Because that's like, okay. Because I still, right now currently, I haven't dropped music since that album. Right. But I'm prepping right now. Right. That I'm right. making that tunnel, like, ready. Yeah. So yeah. when that faucet turns on, 
we're gonna be good. Yeah. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're 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 right now inside. We have a clog right now. Yeah, we have yeah, a clog. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna make that thing. But a like kind bit. of like a little bit. You just shut off the main valve so that you can. Yeah. So I need create some to, pressure. Yeah. There you go. I love that. That's <laughs> the, that's what's happening. So right now I'm at that point. What's up, Goro? You know. Yeah. We're just gonna be showering those. Mu- those yeah. Songs. I'm gonna see see how it works, but marketing is also another part of it, which yeah, I'm trying to figure yeah. out. Uh, trying to get my music seen by. I don't. I want to say right people, but the masses, right. much more to an audience that would appreciate the art that I have to have. Because yeah. I, I guess you could say I'm an acquired taste. Right? Yeah. So acquired taste. Everybody, you're everyone's an acquired taste, and there's it's about people finding their fans, and it's true. Like you just gotta keep putting it out, putting it out. But I think at the same time, um, you've also realized your formula and that's to be personal um i realized that i was also like um i just learned lessons through through life yeah and and i put my i guess i put myself in bad situations too uh to learn some lessons and that's where i want to show with my music right right and i want to show that uh different subject i think right now with the story that i have so far uh people just know that i'm bengali mm-hmm. i'm like great we established that now we established that i i wanted to establish that and the reason why I mean, a lot of bengali artists uh don't want to like get like get over that idea the uh the main thing that yes we're bengali but the reason why i wanted to show my colors mm-hmm. uh, where is that little flag that we had oh yeah i brought my flag you, you got the bracelet though the flag. I, you got bracelet. I got the bracelet we'll zoom in on it after production go ahead and yeah, yeah, yeah. the dash on the wrist but yeah. the reason why i truly felt that i had to do this for bangladesh in a sense was because as a kid i was bullied Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. being who I was, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody really understood me. They mm-hmm. paired me up with like 9-11 and then called me and I was being racial slurs, etc. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I always felt was like I was always multicultural day, I would wear my my culture clothes and everything because yeah. I was still, regardless of whatever people thought of me, I was still in my culture. Right. And I was always, when it came to the lunch tables, there's the cool kids, there's the nerds, there's the whatever, but I was with the multicultural kids. Yeah. I was, my table had all the different walks of life in it, and that's that's where I grew up. Right. right? Okay. Right. And New York is one of the most diverse people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I moved to New Jersey. We're pretty diverse over there, too. Yeah. Just saying, I went to ACIT, which is a vocational school that pulls kids from different parts of, this, of uh-huh. the area. So we get all walks of life, too. Right, right. Uh, but multicultural. Um, and I really wanted to show my pride. Yeah. That even though I was, well, I'm first generation Bengali American, um, I was still very proud of the culture. Right. And I wanted to show that. When I first came out, I mean, the first song that I made was about me as a, as a life. You know what I mean? I just went a different angle with, like, let me show my Bengali roots, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. show where I come from. Because people in Bangladesh knows me or whatever. Um, but I wanted to show that. But that also put me in a different position. Meaning, guy raps English, but Bengali people like him too. Mm-hmm. But it splits because... I'm a mix. I'm a Bengali American. Mm-hmm. So meaning I got the American fan base and I have the Bengali fan base. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're creating music, this song goes towards this crowd. Right. This song goes to that crowd. Right. So when I perform and I'm at a Desi function, 
I'm definitely saying that Shah Rukh Khan line. Yeah, if yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm in a in a other function, I'm gonna uh, take the teacher rapper route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like trying to satisfy two different demographics right, while right. being me. Right. And uh, that kind of gets confusing at some point. Maybe some people don't understand. Right. Me, maybe that's why some people find the me with the Bengali flag foreign. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody sees that, I don't know what he is. Like if I see somebody from the UK. Yeah, and he's rapping UK, and it sounds foreign to me. I can only listen to too much UK music, whatever. Right, right. Because right. that's like I'm not so used to the accent and everything. I, I'm, everything a, like I'm, that. I. It's funny. I'm right? like kind of a hip hop purist. Like I still have a hard time listening to hip hop from other countries. Exactly, it's you know different. I, I, yeah. I can't, I can't listen to Bangla hip hop. Like sometimes I can listen to, it, but I can't like, uh, like, like that vibe. Like I can't. Their music like and I, my music I, is different. I, I, I know like a lot of the older ones, like when I was younger too, like I appreciate them because I knew them and they're the OGs and stuff. But yeah, like very few things I'm going to be like, oh, I got to put this on like the way like other tracks I vibed with. Um, But that goes back into, I feel like today and even with your music, um, there's a new wave of authenticity. And, And that's why it's not, you guys are, a lot of you guys now are like Bengali, Indian. I have like, Vietnamese friends are rappers. Thai friends are rappers. Cambodian, yeah. you know, Chinese. Like I have, you know, the hip hop scene so different now, and yeah, a lot of them always have this like pull with my people and mainstream or back back at the motherland or all this stuff like that. And there is, I think, back in the day it was a lot harder because we the when what would you say like. There wasn't the audience wasn't ready to the see scene. hip-hop I would in say different the scene. ways yeah the game and yeah. then the different demographic especially now that hip-hop is more accepted everywhere yeah. more like bangladesh but, is accepting hip-hop now but something like you know your story now can transcend color culture you know like we're coming to this place where i think like you know yeah, we we could feed into these different groups and stuff like that, but I I do feel like you do have some sort of like sound to you, some uniqueness yeah. that the message transcends all those things. That's what I time. feel like. That one time, like I recently posted this week with the performing in front of aunties, yeah, rap music, and they were actually having a good time. Yeah, like that. I feel like is sometimes unheard of. Even your Boiler Boy Shaki <laughs> performance. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, like. First of all, I don't think people understand like music and Bengali culture is so important. But like the hip, but hip hop and and the stigma, the, the way Bengalis look at it from the old well, school Galu, generation, they yeah. think like Galu's a exactly. type thing. And I used to be so confused too because like I'd be in Bangladesh, and I think like Bob Marley, for me was really influential, like ninety. 293 like i got when i became a hip-hop head it was like i was like 10 years old so ilmatic had came out uh regulator warren g was out and i was like into bob marley so i'd be like going back and forth to bangladesh all the time during the summer i remember there was this one year i was listening to like natural mystic by bob marley and we're on um new elephant road and there used to be like this like area of slum and I'm like looking at everything, listening to reggae and just like, you know, it makes you want to cry. And you're just like, shit, man, this is like, this is hood. Why, why does this music not fit with these people? 
And I would find out like through my cousin, because my cousin growing up in Dhaka was a hip hop head. Okay. One of very few. So you're saying uh, Bob Marley like, was not cool Marley in Marley was there, but not there. Pac had made it like later on, like 96, 97. Gotcha. Pac was there. Biggie was there. Wu Tang was there. You could buy bootleg shit. But everyone was into like heavy metal. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, they like rock. They, rock and metal really owns Bangladesh. Even to this day. Yeah. Like finally, because of like electric music, things like that, like hip hop is kind of coming through. But I had always seen, because our history, Bengali history, is like the Liberation War. So it's like revolutionist. I grew up like Mukta Bahini stories, everything. My family raised me thinking to be proud of being Bengali. So I'm not thinking like white rock music really represents like revolution. Mm-hmm. So when hip hop comes into my life and I hear hip hop, that's revolution. That's also like fighting against establishment. And there's also courses of Islam interwoven in front of hip hop. So yeah, to me, it's a no brainer that this is the music that should be working. And then you go back to da- Bangladesh and you see people that need some like, you know, mobility, some like push to be better and you would think hip hop would be it, but it's it didn't click yeah. that way. From an Islamic point of view, it's like still like it's just racist it, right? racism. Yeah. It's just racism. There's a, Islam Islamically hip hop. If you look at Palestine, I I used to listen to cats like uh, Sons of Hagar, which were Palestinian rappers rapping about liberating Palestine in the yeah. late '90s, early 2000s, like. Hip-hop had already taken over um, pretty much the whole world as a revolutionist music. It just blew my mind that, like, India, Bangladesh, they weren't weren't fucking with it like that. Yeah. Um, I think think now that we got people doing it from all different parts of the world, like, everybody's making hip-hop music. Like, dude, Gully Boy was an awesome movie. Yeah. But it's like, there's, this is real. Like, there's people out here that's, that's doing music and... If everybody's doing music and there's stories like getting accepted and working hard towards it, like that's why we it. need to. I mean, it, it, it should not be a penalty for you, like to speak, you know, bungla slang sometimes or make ref- references to shit. It sh- it should be as much, um, you know, it's everybody's culture now. You know what I mean? And I think like that's that's where it is. It's just make the music that your heart speaks i think people will catch up with you because you have a message and you're you're definitely every song you make is gonna make you make better art yeah like you're just gonna make that process better your sound gets better and you keep writing your chapters and but it feels like i get i want to say impatient but like when you're on chapter six in the world's sees you in a light of chapter one it's like well this is where the monkey brain podcast comes in right so you feel that feeling in your head when you're pushing against the universe like i want to tell my story but i have to tell it so slowly yeah if you say it too quickly no one can hear it no one can understand it but it's like i'm always and i feel like i always have to create this is how i feel as a content creator yeah we we record stuff which is our past, and we have to edit it. Right. And then we have to work on currently what's going on, like the content we put out. Right. And then we're also working on our future stuff. 
at the same time and that has to follow the same progress yeah but as a journalist i'll tell you this um i i put out like sometimes 10 stories a day i'll cut through shit but there's still a few stories every year that are going to stand out yeah you know what i mean every year we see pulitzer awards even though news is news every freaking day films are made every day we approach the story the same way we have to report it we have to make it but access and how we tell that story is what makes that story stand out so there's when i'm talking about illmatic which came out in 93 there's been so much shit that's come in between that um not everything's going to be an illmatic but there are other you know whatever's those come out that have come out since then so you you you're creating because this is what you do. This is your purpose, is to make music. So and that part is good. Yeah. That I'm creating. But uh, it's like the way I see it is now the, the point of view I'm coming at is like I find happiness when I do this. Right. 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 But when I'm not doing this, <clears throat> it's back to that nine to five lifestyle. Right working i mean like working because i need to work and and fund myself and right right so that's the work side of things yeah and like coming back to that after let's say i come to new york for a couple days right i'm taking care of business yeah i'm doing the podcast yeah this stuff is fun i'm having a great time yeah i'm making videos i just went to my old apartment and shot a video i got to see the old people i never seen in like 20 years Yeah, yeah, yeah this is fun creating moments doing what I love. Then I'm going to eventually go home mm-hmm. and I'm going to work my nine to five mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. another adventure like this happens again. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, that's how I look at it. And things are, I have to keep pushing, but I have to still work this nine to lifestyle back to where the kids are like seeing me mm-hmm. probably don't give a F about me. I'm just a substitute teacher or whatever the case may be. But it, this is what's getting you to do your passion right now. Yeah, because like it just I the first I remember the first day I came back to subbing uh, as a substitute teacher because that was like just I'm still a behavioral therapist. By right. The way. I work right. with kids with autism. I just wanted to make some extra money. Well, you because, gotta make money. By the way, yeah, uh, yeah. that tunnel it, to go through that tunnel it costs a lot of yes, money. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I might like I money wise whatever you make X amount of money, but it's how much you spend. And in order to get that tunnel yeah. clogged and nice yeah. and going whatever. There's a lot of people and like mix and mastering. I have to pay for that. Yeah. Studio time, pay for that. Yeah. Video guy, pay for that. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. I money is a tool now for me, mm-hmm. and I, as the more that I have, I have to fund myself. I don't have investors. I don't no. have any of that. No. I, I'm working, making my day job, to fund my rap career. Right. That's what I'm doing. Right. So I'm using that money and getting that flow going as much as I can. But being there, I remember the first time my this guy was like, "Hey, we were just talking about you the other day. We thought uh, you you made it. You know what I mean?" And I'm like, "No, here I am." Like, and when I came here is because I just felt like this is this could be my reality, like in a sense, like being a teacher. Back to that. Do you, do you mind being a teacher? Honest, to be completely honest, man, I don't want to be a teacher like then like i don't just doing it for what it is right now like that's what i'm saying it's a reminder yeah it's a yeah so if you don't keep working hard 
this is what you will be doing that's yeah. that's how it felt yeah it was it was like eh, like and, I, and that's that's why the real i don't need it i didn't need to do something you know what i mean i have the behavior therapist job i went to see how it would feel to be back in a classroom right like how would that feel and like this could be my reality i'm talking to the teachers they're talking to me about oh you get benefits oh if you work for five years as a teacher then your loans will be forgiven all this thing they're telling me about this and i'm like word yeah and i'm, I'm like thinking I'm like okay yeah benefits does sound good uh, you know rappers won't get benefits you know what I mean? i'm accepting you got this. a union just wait till you hear about the union yeah. Yeah, yeah like hearing this and i'm like the normal taking it in yeah. i'm yeah. taking it in like this is an option um and potential future yeah. but i was with the kids kids talking to me and kind of having a good time but I compared that happiness to the happiness that I got making music and doing what I do. I don't. I know yeah. what the path I want to do. So I'd rather put myself in the behavioral therapy, uh, makes good money, etc., and just live that day job rather than putting myself, getting my master's, going to a classroom. And I know how stressful a classroom is. Something to teach you. You're just uh, honestly, what's the word? Uh, like a babysitter? Glorified. No, glorified. Right. Glorified. glorified. You have to put the glorified yeah, in glorified the front. Babysitter. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because if you yeah. say babysitter, you got to like, all right, you, you're knocking me down. But a glorified one? <laughs> I'm glorified, bro. Glorified. Okay? But that's literally. I'm, I'm going to be dead serious. They say you're not, but you are. Hey, here's the paper. Uh, the kids have to do worksheets. All right, cool. Pass them out. All right, pass them out. Half the kids not going to do the worksheets. And you, I'm chilling. I'm on my laptop. And they're doing their thing. I'm doing my mm -hmm. thing. That's what it is, glorified. Uh, but I don't, I don't see that being. But a real teacher, no, oh, it's stressful for sure. I yeah, know yeah, teachers. Yeah, 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 I know yeah. teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see my friend recently quit as a teacher just because how stressful. Yeah. I see the the suffering he goes through. My mom's a teacher, special ed. Yeah, yeah it could become it could come exhausting yeah. unless yeah. if if that's what you want to do with your life and you're passionate about yeah, and helping yeah, yeah. the child, like like that is that's the thing then yes, you could focus right. on that. But if that's not 100% where your heart is and you have this other thing and you're trying to accept that, I mentally would my, put myself in a yeah. bad position. Like, I just want to be happy. Well, it seems like you, I mean, you have a plan. I have a plan. I, I feel like the plan changes. It. The plan, it gets, it's in my head all the time. Is this well, I mean, are you, is the plan changing because of the emotions? Or I the think, situation. I think the plan... Because you got to make sure... That's the whole key to the game is the EQ of everything. It's keeping your head straight even when it seems shitty. I think I got like a skeleton. Yeah. And then the whole idea is to figure out all the different yeah. elements. Well, you've already said before, in the first time you went at this, you didn't know what you really deserved or what you wanted. So like, I think it's a lot about like manifesting really what do you want out of it. What type of rapper do you want to be? That's the question that and you I... you need to be truthful with yourself and fearful. I we lost only have that. one life. I lost that, though. Yeah. Like, in a sense of, like, since the first time as a rapper, I set the bar low. Now, well, it's safe. Where it's safe. It's yeah. safe. But now I don't have... Uh, I wouldn't say I you have, have a definition. You don't have an excuse because you, 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 no one's telling you not to do it anymore. Yeah, now I have Now to. you have no excuse and you have freedom. And this is the scary part because no one can tell you how to do it. That's what I mean by like you, you got to figure out what you want and just go for it. And you know what you don't want, but quit 
wasting the hot air telling what you don't want. And no one wants to hear a record about what you don't want in life. They want to hear what you want to go after, and then they want to hear you get it. Get it, right? Yeah. And that's the story. You could have chapters of just feeling shitty about yourself and not accomplishing shit, but I think we all want to hear the chapters of you accomplishing things. I think you have a lot of people that are rooting for you. Yeah. And I think you have a dad that's kind of rooting for you. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. I put my, I put my, I got myself in a in a dark place at one point. We all do, though. right? And I think that's that's the real thing. When like things, when you got when I when I felt the high, right? If you look yeah. at it as a high, like doing all those things, being happy, and then yeah. like, um, becoming the guy to keep continue doing that lifestyle. Yeah. It it was it was like gone. So yeah. I need to realize that. The top is short. Your metrics too. Metrics. With what your the feedback you're gonna get through this has to be important. Like, obviously, forever the feeling, the satisfaction should be. I heard your song. It makes me feel this way. That's that's, that's the real thing. Your your other metrics should be when I'm on stage and I'm rocking the crowd and making them escape from everything else they have to deal with, or you know that person that comes this song changed my life because I'm alive today because of this but those are the reasons why you need to be doing it and I saw that but like doing like it was a negative one right let's talk about negative Nancy right me as negative Nancy I actually call it rapper depression that's rapper what depression. I, rapper depression I had rapper depression uh, during that time I thought about like okay you you are making music to have people tell you how they feel about it and I looked at it like so am I just trying to chase people's validation here? Like, is that all, all I'm looking like? That's the angle yeah. that I was looking at. Like, so these numbers, like, cause people are chasing numbers nowadays. Like I, I realize that I love when people tell me, you know, how I make them feel, right. etc. Like that's a great feeling, but is that just, is that what I need? I need people to keep telling me and feeding my ego just for me to continue what I do as an artist or not keeping myself still level headed through all this. And it was this like I really didn't know what I wanted, you know. I just know. That Are I you scared to... of? Do Do you feel like this could get to your head? Like you could you could lose yourself if it does become something bigger than it's become already? Because it's pretty big already. I always you seem I sell pretty... myself short. I, I I always look at myself shorter. Yeah. I feel like I'm that guy, uh, like all the artists that's out there. Like all, look at the the field and the community of people yeah, yeah, that yeah. we're at as musicians. I feel like everybody's are the cool kids sitting at the lunch table, and I'm that guy that's like trying to fit in with everybody. Don't, but that's the coolest but kid. That's but that the coolest kid is the one that's not sitting at the yeah, table. You know that, so right? That's why I want to be that guy that's like with just by himself. I'm not, I have no problem being by myself and yeah. if, and feed the pigeons. Yeah, Which bro. is the people? People are the pigeons. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with them. No, 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 no. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that not a good sound like the, I'll be feeding the, the homeless. Rash. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Homeless, the homeless. I'll All feed right. the homeless. I'll, he, he's charitable. The charitable yeah. rapper. Yeah. But, yeah. but um, I think like, don't be trying to get in the club, man. Yeah. Stand out from the club. But this is also the thing, my demographic wise. Who uh, cares? But I say demographic. I know people, but the thing is, we were talking about this before the um, the industry plants plants, right? And they're whole they're mechanized because of these numbers and everything. Yeah. But the outliers in the industries are the ones that are making good stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I was, 
Uh, Scott, Scott was a hip hop head back in the day, like when we were younger a little bit. Like he took it. <laughs> no, he listened to like when we were at like Pac and like you know, like you had. Some I listened to whatever you told me to fucking listen to. Yeah, and he'd appreciate. It. And then whatever. Yeah, I'm appreciate. I am a great appreciator of hip hop music. Yeah, good. But then like this new stuff, like we'd always talk about like how it doesn't fuck with us at all, right? Yeah. And I'm always I blur music all the time. I need to. And then, like, I've been playing, like, this Dreamville stuff for him and, like, yes. telling him. Yes. Enjoying it? What is it? That dream for, like, J. Cole and J.I.D., all that stuff I was showing See, you. I don't remember anybody's names. That's yeah. why when he said hip-hop head, I'm like, don't, because people ask me questions. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh what do you think about so-and-so's new album? I'm like, yeah. I don't know who so-and-so is yeah, yeah. and when did the album come out. But I, if what you're talking about is what you played me was it yesterday or two days yeah, ago? Yeah, yesterday and this morning a little bit. Yeah, dude, I dug that. Yeah, for sure. And like that's you know that story, like how they yeah. made all that shit and everything. But dude, they're doing their own thing. Own thing, yeah. That's that's where I'm trying. To, I'm trying to take the have your culture, man. Culture. Do it for the, for your culture. I mean, that's why I'm going to BD yeah. December. Yeah, I got a I got an opportunity. I, I didn't actually tell nobody yet. I mean, I'm not supposed to yet. Oh shit, you but guys exclusive. Ex- you heard the opportunity here first. Uh, opportunity. Opportunities afoot. Opportunity. Uh, I don't know. You probably I don't know if you know the Bengali artist James. Like he's a Bengali artist. He's like OG, OG, uh-huh. right? OG guy. Uh, in Bangladesh, he's a big deal, and they're having a high school reunion somewhere uh-huh. around Chittagong area. Okay. And they're having him as the main guy. Yeah, yeah. And your boy opening up for him. Ew. Oh. So it's like a high school reunion concert. Congratulations, Dude, man. Chittagong got yeah. good tricky yeah. over there. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to go and, and then see it's, it's gonna be a lot of people. They're going to give me, they said 40 minutes, but they keep bending the rules a little bit. So, you know how Bengalis are. Yeah, right? it's okay. Hey, whatever. I'm going to be there. You can bend the rules once you're on yeah. stage. I just want to be, uh, I, I want to <laughs> perform. I like, give me a chance to perform anywhere, bro. I'll bro, I, I've I've partied in Bangladesh. I've been to concerts. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. I want to perform at a wedding, bro. Like, that, hey. that's one of the things. But surprisingly, I am, actually, because, yo, you guys got to come through. What? NYU. What? The 20th. November 20th. All right. November 20th. There's a mock wedding going down. A what? mock wedding? A mock wedding. What does that so mean? What's a mock wedding? I know wedding? a mock wedding. So no, I mean, it's a fake wedding. It's a Obviously. fake wedding. But why? I don't know. But, but who? <laughs> I don't know, but I already, prepared, I already prepared a line. I was like... You know, my one of my lines I have already prepared. I was like, "Yo, thank God this is a mock wedding because I'm gonna be hollering at the bride after this." Hey. <laughs> that's what I was gonna. I'm definitely gonna say that line. I'm, still, hey. I'm working on my performance. You so feel like down the, the the mock groom will be like all like defensive and shit. I, like that's my fake wife. Can I foe wife stand swap. up and object? <laughs> yeah. I fake object. I fake no, object. we wife swap. You take my wife and I'll take <laughs> your wife. Can I but, fake have four wives? I fake have no wives, so <laughs> it's a bad trade. Yeah. No, but that would be so funny. I'd like so to go to this faux wedding. It's a fo- Wait, is it just a faux wedding for one couple? I think so. Why, okay. you want to bring your own couple? Like, everybody's no, no, no. going to get married at once? I would totally, like, bend it. I'd be like, let me have three other wives. Like, that night, just pew, 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 pew. Three wives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you no. know this is all this is all fake, right? It's all it's fake. fake. All, that's what, doesn't I'm, matter. How it still doesn't be close to real. Like, Boom, like you get there ten wives. I I don't know if I'm jaded, but like, why would you fake wedding? Like, pretend. No, surprisingly, a lot of these uh, Bengali, Bengali Students Association does it. Really? Yeah, they also have like a holy. Is it just for fun? Day. Uh, or no? What? Yeah, oh, no, I've done Mendy, holy. Mendy, no, what's the other Diwali night? Mendy, Mendy night, like yeah. like. 
Yeah. Oh, they do the Hulu? The Hulu, sorry, yes. Hulu. They do Hulu, the artist. Yeah. They do the whole thing? Well, certain they certain yeah. events, you know what I mean? They Maybe this one is a mock wedding. Maybe the pretend M- signing. The Muslim students association. Yeah, the mom comes that. through and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NSA like comes in and does yeah, it. Yeah, they like doing that stuff. They uh, this is like part oh of culture. Oh my god, I can't wait till everybody grows up. Ceremonial. Yeah. So are we going? Huh? Are we going? NYU. Yeah, I we do if he has to perform. November twentieth. Yes. Cool. Yeah. 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 Let me let me get a full confirmation. They said they're gonna announce it this week. So. We wear suits and shit, like people dressing up. Oh, we wear shawani. Stunting, stunting is a habit. We have Every to Punjabis right. or something. We have to flex. Yeah, Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Get some bhangra. Eat some samosas. I've been done bhangra in a while. Maybe we'll go to Hulu get some mindy done. Facts. You, you look like you need more ink, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is it actual needles or is it no no like no? It's a, the it's like mint. Oh right? yeah, dye the shit out of it. Yeah, it's like some sort of like. Mint. Weird, they make weird, they make it out leaf. of mint and, and there's something in it. Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, it's something else in it. I don't know what it is, right. but it's the worst smelling. It's not permanent though. No, but if you like spray like lemon on it, it'll stick a little longer. So my mom, because my mom's white, when she went to Bangladesh to get married, um, the Mindy doesn't stay on her skin, so they did all her shit in nail polish, red nail polish. So my mom's wedding pictures, her shit's just like all like this like crazy red mindy. It's it looked crazy. good. It looked good, yeah. yeah. My mom got blue eyes, red sharis. She was, she was a beautiful. Yeah, woman. My dad got his trophy wife, so yeah. he, see that's I'm what you need. you need. A I need a that's a little, I need a trophy wife. Sorry. Put do, it out there. No no no. You need a yeah, you do, you do. You need a <clears throat> you need a Dad's dad's giving me a year, man. No. Whoa. 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 Not before you're thirty. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, if there's anything I tell anybody is like, you're the level you enter a relationship is where you'll stay. So if you get married now, that person you're with, because you don't, you guys evolve together. You don't get to evolve anymore by yourself. That means your decisions become compromised, which is not bad. If it's in the pursuit of love, that's great. But you enter at that level, that's where you do stay in that relationship. Yeah, I mean, I was. That's, if you're not in a relationship, you keep leveling up. That's why I felt. I felt like at one point when you was in a, when I was in a relationship was like, oh man, if I if I continue down this path, like I'm gonna have to be, like my friend was telling me, he was like, you're gonna have to be a father, uh, a husband, mm-hmm. right? That's the responsibility of the husband. Mm-hmm. Then you're probably gonna want to have kids. So now you have to be a father yeah. for kids. Then you probably now you're gonna need a nine to five job because you need to pay for all this. Yeah. So you're gonna go back to that teaching life, and you're gonna be a great teacher, Shah. And then whatever time you have, then you can pursue Dude, your rap. Those career. are three full time jobs before yeah, you, you even got right? to rapping. Rap that's that's where that's where yeah. I had to. Yeah. I had like the path that I chose for myself. It does have like. Um, you don't. Yeah, it's a, it's a sacrifice you're not thing. Gonna, you're not pursuing a rap career if you get married, my man. Yeah. Stay and we've been married. For a while. We've both been married yeah. and divorced. And you know what? Yeah. <laughs> We're telling you guys. You get a lot more done if you're not married. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Or, in, or really in a relationship. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. people do it. It's not necessarily conducive for us. No. But it's also, I think, it's the level you enter. And like, I think if you can build a life first and then you get the relationship. Like, yeah. unless you get the down girl that's gonna like grind with you and go through all the hardship eat the top ramen with you because she believes in you you won't know that you're with that person though until you've already made it 
Yeah. And that's a gamble. That's the gamble you take. Exactly. But yeah. you literally, that's what I mean by, like, dude, the woman that, the a woman can make or break you. She could be like, gets with you, everything else is good of you, and she just sees you as potential, and she'd be like, you know what? Your music sucks. But she's giving you good pussy. She's promising you all this shit, Where all the securities, everything. Mm. What if she's like giving you everything good, everything good, but she's like, you fucking suck. Your music sucks. Just stop it. No, why would I keep that around me? Exactly. I would never. But that type of woman exists. Ooh, oh, no, ooh, for sure. No, no, no. Versus the woman. Worse. The type you would keep around is if she's like tepid about your music. Like, yeah, your music's fine. Right? But yeah. everything else is so good, right? And you're like, okay, well, maybe my music is not her thing. That's someone who's not pushing you towards that. So Yeah, I feel you like know? it's hard because, I mean, I guess, do you want, like, with my music, right? I feel like I put myself out there yeah. as a person. Of course, that's what art is. So, but I feel like the world, let's say, people see me for only what's there. And I'm being this guy on social media that's always putting his life out there. And then when people ask, like, let's say I'm texting a girl. And she's like, how was your day? She's not going to ask me how was my day. I already she told the world, I right. told the world no, I just all had my this day. She will still always ask yeah. you, even though she should look at your day and not have to talk about that mundane bullshit. Yeah. I've, I have women always like get at me about how open I am online. And they're like, do you like keep anything private and stuff like that? I'm like, yeah, it's those pillow talk conversations that none of you guys know that I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like or, they don't they don't take the time to know you because they think they know you already. They think they already know me. They see online. Yeah. And I'm very accessible and you know, same thing and I get it. But the girls that are with you, they know when they're with you, they know they're with you. And you know, that's not important. This is a business. But then this also can be, at the end of the day, it can also touch people. It saves people. We're in a realm of communication and globalization that we have never been able to comprehend before. Yeah. And to make us act like we have it figured out and that it's, we can decide if it's good or bad and that it will stay or not is stupid. It's not going anywhere. I looked at it the point of view in the sense of every time that we snap a story, whatever. Right. I literally have... Maybe like combined with all my social media, like thousand plus people watching what you do on a day to day. Yeah. Like that's mind blowing. Yeah. And it's kind of scary too, innocent. I at one point I felt, uh, you know, negative ne- the, through the rapper depression. I'm out right. of it, you know, whatever the case may be. Like I was very self conscious of what I put up. Very mind you, yeah. back in the day, back in the cup before all this. I used to, it doesn't matter how many pimples I have on my face, there were, or how my eyebrows came off, there was this one time my eyebrows were gone. <laughs> Bad time. Uh, <laughs> I, kept, I kept the facial mask on for longer than 15 minutes, and it was just, just bad. Were you talking like a skin cleansing mask or nah, something? No, it was like a face mask. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the clean mask. It whatever. took your eyebrows off? It took my eyebrows off, man. Like, oh, like, shit. Not fully, but like, like yo, the thing was... <laughs> but yo, my eyebrows now are looking fly. Yo, I got them threaded this morning, Jackson Heights. Oh, they look great. Five bucks, you know, me, no, thread game, crazy. You're so funny. Everybody's always when they come to visit me because, you know, I thread too. They're like, where do I get my eyebrows threaded? We like, just talked like about eyebrows earlier. Question. Jackson Heights? Jackson Heights, yeah. For five bucks? Yeah, five bucks. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I, I, 
I have a place I actually go on 61st now. Okay. Um, and then I have another one on 48th that I go. That's like, crazy. Your all prices Bengalis. are good though. Like in the five in the, five dollars you can't. New Jersey, can't it's there's one that's seven, but the mall charges like twelve for guys. Well, because it's white people. For females. Yeah, but white people will pay that. But it doesn't make sense to me. Why does guys have to pay more for eyebrows when? Eyebrows are two eyebrows. Like, like, Everyone's well, got two. Because they it's can. Just, it doesn't make sense to me. No, because they can. Because they can. Yeah, but still. You like, can do anything you want. Instead of judging why they're doing it, be like, oh, there's suckers out that. there that are paid two extra bucks to do their eyebrows, and they, they got that opportunity. It's working. But it's guys you know, for every five guys that comes in, they, they don't have to do, like, one woman. <laughs> you did the math real quick, right? Bro, it's business. He's always doing the math. I'm always doing the math. Always doing the math. So it's like, you know, if I could chill saving a seat with one chick and just get these five dumbasses in here, and they don't, they're not going to be picky about it. Not all of it. Not every guy's like you and me. Like, yo, I actually put my trust in them. Like, oh, I fuck that see. shit, bro. You love the exact. Hey, they look like they did a good job. You know what I mean? I go in there, walk up in the mirror, and I'm like, and I'm like okay. And then I sit down, like, you're going to do this, this, this. And they still fuck it up. <laughs> but it's like, it's like that. And um, you need to make sure that not to do face max anymore. Yeah. And otherwise, though, every post isn't going to make or break you. For sure. You know what I mean? And I, I think if you, you should, we all need to learn this is not to look at likes which i eventually yeah, they'll get rid of on instagram but like right after you post like you gotta let stuff just fly fly that's that's how i have to look at it yeah that's that's how i'm gonna be with the music too i just i just want to let it fly make your stuff you're an amazing writer you got really good delivery your heart's in the right place um i think you every artist feels like shit but you already have had people tell you you're amazing, but that's not what it's about. It's about you telling your story and telling the truth and, you know, touching people. And it's not doing it, you know, don't do it in a way that starts to feel not authentic because you have been authentic. What, what catapulted you was when you went through a big break in your life. And so sticking to that authenticity is what people loved. Dude, people, people are voyeuristic. We're like meerkats, right? Like we're all scared as fuck. And everyone's looking around, trying to see everyone's reaction all the time and worried. And when something shitty happens to someone else, we love watching that. Drama. Because we're so scared of it. We don't want to feel it, but we're so curious because... We have this weird thing where we feel like the know we more know the more we know the better we'll be. So if we watch you go through something shitty, you can learn. From a, it. it's entertaining. B, yeah, we can learn from it. We feel prepared, even though we're not. Yeah, we can only sort of know what you went through, and that can make us feel safe for a little bit. So keep making people feel safe, bro. Thanks, bro. And feel safe in that. Yeah. Like you've done a lot, man. You've went through a lot. You went through a lot. Of most people. Alhamdulillah, you still have your father, man. You know? Yeah. And you still have roof over your head. You got a career that... You have an actual career that you're doing something passionate. You have talent. 
I mean, this is where I want to look at it too, in a sense. A lot. Of, this is where uh, recently I was listening. I was in a classroom with this one kid, and the teacher was talking about Van Gogh. Yeah. And he was saying like Van Gogh never made like made made money money from his art. Right. And uh, he went crazy. I mean, he committed suicide, of course, yeah. whatever. Uh, but his fame came after he passed when they realized how authentic his art is. And like, I look at myself like as I do this, mm-hmm. going going through my time of trying to define what success is, and everything. I thought about Van Gogh because mm-hmm. a lot of time when I tell people like, "Yo, I did shows, whatever. I did the shows. Mm-hmm. I did this, did that," and a lot of people's like, "Oh, do you do you make money off this or whatever the case may be." Uh, I always get asked that, like how much money, right, like, right, they always yeah. think about money. And I, this is how I always feel about it. Whereas like, if you compare my success to the money I make, I am a failure as an artist. But if you compare my success to the moments I've created, you know, that's a different story. Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of people lose or like the outside world. They see it in that point of view. Yeah. And like, I hate that they see it from that point of view because I want them, I wish they could see it from a point of view. You're not for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've had the opportunity to, like, connect with a lot of, like, the artists that I grew up really, like, loving when I was young. And it starts from a place of they weren't doing it because they wanted record sales or any of that stuff. They were doing it because they really enjoyed it. And um, the guy that's going to tell you, oh, I'm not going to listen to you because you ain't selling shit. Well, my bars ain't for you. My music ain't for you. Like, I think uh, I always take it back to my work because we're like, we make stories all the time that people don't really care about. You know what I mean? Like, no one cares. You know, and it's just the same way. It's exhausting. It's cathartic, all those things. But if we feel like we've informed you guys, if you had to, we get to be the historian for those moments. You're the historian for yourself. You're telling your story. It's only your story. You don't get to be anybody else. And if homeboy doesn't want, doesn't care about you, that's fine. Yeah. You know, you have someone else that does. You have someone else's life you have to save. You have someone else's, you know, life that you have to inspire. You have someone else's life that uplift. You have someone that you need to help forget for a moment how shitty things are. Yeah. There's definitely, that's that's one of the things that I battled myself. Like I said, like the rapper depression thing. Like yeah. I, I started like listening to a whole bunch of TED Talks like about yeah. like, like positive state of mind yeah uh, yeah like self-reflecting in a positive yeah. way and really a lot of mental growth came out of it and yeah that's the real part of yeah it. yeah the different perspective in life uh overall mentally like writing things down mm-hmm. goes a long way which i never i'm a cluster i'm, I'm a hoarder yeah. whatever you want to say yeah. like my room was a mess i finally cleaned it before i came out here but like a lot of my things like let's say digitally uh, emails stacked. Yeah, like, you're one of storage. those. Storage is. Oh big. man, I cannot have like on my phone. I can't have that red yeah, icon. All that stuff doesn't. I'm like I don't even care. I just sit in the in the mess. Like you, my room would look like like papers piled all over the place. 
and I'm sitting in the middle of it. Like, yeah. what is going like that? Like that would be from the computer to my yeah. car to my storage to my flash drives, yeah. whatever, all everything. So I need to get organized because once yeah. then, like my, my mind, I wake up in the morning, I don't unorganized day, yeah. unstructured time. That's why I I always I think when we we spoke like uh, it was probably like a month ago now I was yeah. like create your baseline exactly. your routine you need to wake up every morning strong you need to wake up every morning centered you need to wake up every morning focused and emotionally balanced yeah and this is something you want to do for the rest of your life you know what I mean like no matter what everything benefits by you being healthy exactly right and that also means what you're putting out if you're putting out your music how you feel about it needs to feel healthy that's how i felt like it was it was it was going to be hard for me to put out music when i'm not yeah in a in a thing so like even though i didn't put out content or music wise for such long I, I look at it as a long time yeah which is April but I I don't wanna give the people what they want yeah I gotta give them what they want but like I if I wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. happy within myself how do yeah. I feel excited to put out this yeah. this content like yo here it is and yeah. I'm so happy like yeah. I'm gonna fake it like yo I love for y'all to check out this video and like I didn't like doing it whatever the case may be like I will tell you right now the uh, this this one video is called Capture the Flag which is like the album title yeah. we went to a, a boat yeah. we went to a boat and we shot a crazy music video on a pirate ship right like like whatever we shot the video the plan was <laughs> what you know about pirate, pirate ships? ships we are you know we actually ships. used to sail pirate life we son used to sail. Oh, yeah pirate life pirate we were life actual for sailors. me like Word. literally nice sales. Yeah, yeah, I went to Maryland. Uh, they have a pirate ship there, and yeah. like you, well, it's like uh, it's like for people to get on. They could get drinks, and they could. Well, just, we know where we gotta go to come and do a ship. Yeah. Yes, yes. If you guys ever go to Maryland, I know the spot. <laughs> I got the ship. I got the ship. <laughs> I actually stayed stayed over in, in my like. Yeah. Actually, a fan, uh, a white guy. Actually, a white guy, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Like just about just trying to get the point across of how diverse there's fans that are not just Bengali yeah. that's just willing to help me yeah. out. Plus, I don't think Bengalis have pirate ships, but white people do. So <laughs> Bengalis get a pirate ship. They got that Bay of Bengal. That's a great yeah. place to hide out. There's a lot of pirates in Bay of Bengal, but we get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I need, I need, Jack, I need, Jack Sparrow. I need to check out We're the pirates about in Jack Bangladesh. Sparrow. Right yeah, yeah, now. Jack Sparrow right here, Joe. But we came here. Joe, the white guy. Go ahead. We met this. Uh, we had a videographer that I met in Berlin, yeah. and we were gonna. He was gonna be the main guy to, like, I had this vision. Right. Show my vision. And he was going to be the main guy that was going to direct it and everything yeah. like that. And the day comes and he gets sick. Oh, and he's man. just not, he won't, yeah. he won't be able to do it. And then I have my backup cameraman crew, whatever. But like that pressure came on me, right? Yeah. And I could have went fight or flight mode and I went flight. Yeah. And my team of people, they stayed strong and got us through this music video. Nice. Uh, and Ever since then, I'm like, man, I was just like, it didn't come out the way I envisioned, right? And that, that was bothering me. Like, I worked so hard, like, setting things up. I still had to do a lot, yeah. of, a lot of prepping, but, like, when that situation came to me, I didn't handle it the right, right way. Right. And I hated, like, you know, I was really down on myself. Like, why did I not step up and think things through? And Because like, I did that through any other situation. It was just that one where I relied on someone 
and all the things fell back right, for me. Right. And I wasn't prepared. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. So we did the video, whatever. And next, we came home. We looked at the footages. We have something, whatever the case may be. We edited the video. It took forever to edit this video. Uh, just yesterday, I saw it last night. And I'm like, this is not bad. This is uh, like, this does not show the hell that we went through. Because during the video shoot, it was, first of all, hot as yeah, hell that yeah, day. Yeah. Hot as hell. Um, the water the water got in the lens and it got like because it's hot it started evaporating yeah, yeah. so it's so just like a big yeah and like we had to keep evaporating it had to keep yeah. evaporating so it fully is gone yeah, yeah, yeah like so we had to shoot on an iphone and then we had to do this and like things weren't starting like just chaos shipwreck yeah. it was just it was shipwreck and like the video that i saw yes that was a pun intended right there double tantra but the video that i saw last night yeah it didn't even look like all the hell that I went through and all the negative yeah, like, yeah, things, yeah. it didn't look like yeah. that. And I'm showing my dad, I'm showing my brother, they weren't there to see what we went through, but like, they were liking it. And I, like me, my emotion, like 100% wise, like I'm not all that excited for this video, but like, seeing them like, happy, like, oh, that was cool, I liked it, I liked it. And I'm like, you don't understand how hard mm -hmm. no like, one no one will it didn't come out the no way I envisioned. it didn't come out the way i envisioned but it doesn't look like that we went through hell to make that right, happen right right so like i'm kind of happy i just want to put it aside i just want to put it out and then i just that's the start of my faucet that i just want to because like because that's like the song from my album it's my album yeah, title yeah, yeah. that's the last one that i want to kind of put out and then i want to start putting out these new things that i've been working on yeah uh, i do want to go to bangladesh i have a song called ami bengali yeah i want yeah. to kind of like meet up with all my fans and like give them one of these i used to your ever shirts uh in front of the landmark uh can you tell me what that landmark is uh not the not the one that goes triangle not the memorial the other one with the sticks and the, the red circle one yeah, the, it's the language, right? Yeah, I want to, I want to go there. I want to have a fan meet up in there, yeah. and then I don't know how, what's the legal way of doing that permits or whatever. But I gotta figure it out. There's nothing, as long right? as you're not, I'm just saying, everybody okay. pull up, everybody yeah, pull, up. pull up. That's what it is. Everybody pull up. Yeah, we get the speaker, we get whatever. Yo, every I'm gonna give out these bunch of these shirts, dude. Uh, that's my da plan. Dhaka can be fun, man. Like I, yeah. I'll tell you, Dhaka is a great place to be. Um, and you gotta check out some pretty fun places. I'll let you know. Let me know. I'll let you yes. know some people to talk to as well. Bet, bet. Um, but that's great, man. So you got that going. You're. Are you gonna be touring anytime soon after you get back from Bangladesh? Or? Um. So I have to do. I'm getting my master's. I am getting my master's. Yes. I oh, I, you know what? That's the funniest thing. The whole thing I've wanted to ask you the whole time is about your master's. Yeah, you want yeah. to know about my master? Well, because this is the other side. This is what where your terror is right now. Yeah, okay. You're so the rapper, and you're also doing your masters. This master life is pretty. Uh, it, it's it's different. Like, it, well, so first of all, I'm doing online college. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, online is crazy. The, the way technology has changed over time. Yeah. But I'm taking courses with the University of Phoenix. Okay. So when I graduate, I'm gonna fly to Phoenix. Uh huh. And walk. Okay. So, East Coast, West Coast education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel hood as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, when's graduation? Uh, March. Oh shit! So it's coming up. Right around. So I have to do three. I have to do three months of student teaching. Mm hmm And then I walk. Okay. And my goal is to make a music video at my graduation. It's a full circle. But this time your dad will know. This time my dad will know. <laughs> the crazy thing he'll is he'll be he'll be uh, in it. 
got the fucking the camera. He's just like, yeah. yeah he'll be shooting it. <laughs> it's he'll a be full directing circle. That, that's what I want to get at. I want to get at this this full circle. Yeah. Of me coming back to a position where like I graduate again, but this time it's from a master's. Right. But I want to the song that I want to make uh, is called "Let My Mom Down." Hell the yeah. Song, the song is called Let My Mom Down, which is what I'm planning to do. It was one of the things that I have in my arsenal. I call it a vault. Everything, the songs that I didn't put yeah, out yeah. into my vault. By the way, about like 25 songs are on there. So it's a pretty long vault. It's yeah, yeah. For me yeah. to put out one at a time now, Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but you know, I'm, I'm breaking it down into the story. Your, your pipe will get uh, the pipe, lighter, the bro. The pipe is yeah, a yeah. lot. There's a lot. Yeah. I, I get a, don't, get, don't get discouraged looking down yeah, yet. The pipe, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to lay the pipe down, bro. Entendre. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's Penis. what I'm saying. Uh, let my mom down. That's that's yeah. what I'm going to try to uh, pull off. And the song is very... If you heard uh, J. Cole let Nas down, yeah. it's, it's that kind of angle where I talk about like the battle of trying to get my acceptance as 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 like with my parents yeah. and, and everything like that, That's and then crazy. also telling the story of like um, like my mom passing, yeah. like, literally talking about that, yeah. that part, and it's it's really cool. That the point is like. I got my dad's blessing, but I never got my mom's blessing. Yeah, I can That's tell that really hangs. You know what I mean? That's be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I'm really excited for that song though, because yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's powerful. Yeah. It's like it might be powerful lyrics, but it's not like you just sit back and you cry to it. Nah, you feel it. You no. you feel it, and I and I the way I have my vision for it, uh, it'll be a cool video. Do you know why? Do you know why it's powerful? Because it matters. Because it matters. I think that, like I know when I. Like I mean, I give my all in every one of my songs, of but the stories and the and the, the the emotion, yeah, that yeah. realness in certain songs is just more chilling, right, right than right. others. Like the New Zealand track, yeah. I really want to talk about the New Zealand track because that, to me, is one of my most proudest tracks, like right. the tracks that I'm proud of. Yeah. However, got demonetized. I can't run no ads on it. Mm -mm. Uh, I don't like talking too much about it. I can't perform it at yeah. all different places. Like it, it really is in a, diff a different element. And but I get respected by the uncles. And that's what I is important about that track. And I think you know, going back to you know, we've we didn't really touch too much because that Bengali, South Asian, Arab, Brown, you know, story gets spoken a lot. Yeah, we all been called everything. We all, but it's personal inside. Like. Very no matter what we all get it yeah we all feel it and to have the ability to respond to something like because i was dealing on it you know on a professional end you had to report it i had to report it and then my parents uh actually came out to new york that day why is that so i was like alhamdulillah they're coming because they're just coming to visit it just okay, happened cool. to be that day the yeah. shooting happened and uh my parents like my dad's a founder of a mosque in okay, where so we grew up and um it would be like only a couple weeks later that Escondido shooting and stuff like like stuff would happen down the road motivated by the New Zealand shooting. So like when that had happened, first thing I was thinking about was our mosque. Our mosque yeah. had been like protested not to be made. That's so scary. Yeah. So, you know, like that, we all have those feelings. So you doing something like that, like that's what I mean by like bro. The boy, the guy that cares about the sales or numbers or whatever, it doesn't matter because you're speaking, you're saying things that people cannot say themselves sometimes. Yeah. 
that are afraid to say the consequence. That's why it's self-conscious, because like my words can be used for good or like used for evil, and you know what I mean. And I gotta, as long as your intentions are good. Pure, yeah. But who I, cares if if someone your oppressor tells you what you're saying is wrong? Yeah. It was just, but during that time, it was just dark because yeah. like. I remember waking up in the morning watching the footages. Like the yeah. footages were out before, like yeah. it got banned and everything. Yeah. And like watching that, and like emotionally, I could feel like, holy shit, this mm. it looks like a video game, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but like I could feel the um, like, like everybody was mad. Social media was everybody yeah. was pissed off. Like I went to the mosque that day because did it happen on Friday? Yeah, what happened, happened on Friday? On Friday. That's Friday. why I was so scared because uh, you didn't know. If a copycat situation would happen, yeah, like cops were in all the mosques. Yeah. All the mosques were were covered by cops, even mine. But like this was crazy. And then like I go to school, I'm about to do some schoolwork, and then I see like more footages that's graphic, yeah, super graphic. Where I'm like I'm I'm crying, I'm crying. I almost like like yeah. gag from like I wasn't yeah. like trying to watch it, watch it, right? But like it triggered me, and I'm like, yo, I. I have to make a song like it, it put me in that position like the same like mom death and like putting me in these in this weird situation where I'm filled with emotion like I have to somehow get it out I called my friend and I'm like yo we need to make a song I this thing needs to be like I have this thing I have this this like melody hey welcome to the Z I sent him the voicemail and then we just started working on it right. and we spent a week like non-stop a week like making a song from scratch like by the way first time ever making a song from scratch yeah. I usually just get YouTube beats and then I yeah, just yeah. I make my whatever but making an idea that I have from scratch and spending hours and hours late nights just, just perfecting like my lyrics my message we got the bass we got all this and then we filmed the music video and we did everything real quick while we shot the music video I actually got pulled over by uh, the cops came because they saw me like you know, regardless, Muslim or dressed as a terrorist, uh, I had the New Zealand flag. Yeah. Big New Zealand flag, right? The whole idea with the music video that I did was uh, I had a black flag pole. Yeah. And I wrote all, or well, I had somebody else write all the people that died because yeah. during the, the guy had a gun writing all the white supremacy shit, right? Yeah. So I wanted to be in a different symbol symbolistic angle where I wrote all the names of yeah. the victims on the pole yeah. and uh, the first verse of the song I was dressed as the terrorist and I hold the pole like it's a gun and we, I'm just like talking about killing people and I, I got some cool after effects things so I made like fire yeah, 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 yeah. and it looked like yo this yeah. is that thing and you hear the sound effect and there's a lot of gunshots yeah. the song has a bunch of it's very it's like R-rated at the same time right. PG like it has a weird space in like where this could be it's very work. immortal technique is it that's where you would yeah <laughs> like, that's, that's the box you would put me and i'll take it <laughs> uh, i'll give that to you yeah no speaking of immortal technique yeah. with, the, with this like he had to kill his mom and one yeah yeah that song, right? oh shit what was dude. that song uh, um dude there's this song he like trying oh my, we play that after anyways this. Yeah, yeah he was just trying to get into a gang initiation ends up raping his mom that's right. Or shooting his mom. Was he shooting his mom? Or no, he was, they fuck his, they rape his mom, oh, uncover her face. He sees it's his mom and he jumps off the building. Yeah, that's right. That was crazy. Yeah. I, I sat with my mom and listened to that song. Her just yeah. like, uh, yeah, I can see how I'm in that, in that space. And, and along with Stan, I would put that, put yeah. that in the Eminem stand. Yeah. I put it in that category yeah. of music where like you can't really, there's a certain place and time for that. Yeah. And yeah. Something those time is by yourself. Yeah. I'd rather listen. You, it's, it's, it'll be easier for you to listen to your mom getting raped or whatever. Yeah. Thing, like by yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, 
I had to be careful before, like, I wasn't playing that, like, I was in my, I had to listen to the mix and master of that song. Imagine me driving in my car, playing this song, but, like, still scared of, like, you know, like, if people hear this, like, what is, what is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. You hear, I shot out. Yeah, yeah. I, like, what? Like, it's like, I had to be careful, especially when the song wasn't even out yet, right? Right, right. I was just like, like, yo, what is people going to think of me hearing this song? Yeah. I pulled up, by the way, my studio is in, in a church. Right, that's the reason. Right, <laughs> <laughs> so imagine the church, right? Yeah. And then like upstairs, if we go up, it's a, it's a, it's a studio. So like I pulled up in my in the church, then I was wearing my 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 beanie at the time, and this is massacre on it. Yeah. And I pulled up. I had the New Zealand song playing. I pulled up. I had the thing that says massacre on it. This white guy just like drove past us, and he just looked at me. And like had the illest stare, and like and I just look back at or whatever, but like it just says massacre on my head, and like but the whole massacre beanie actually came from me as chainsaw, like yeah. as a rapper chainsaw. So yeah. I had the beanie. That's oh, if he had known you, you know if he I mean? had known yeah. that story, he would have been cool. <laughs> That's what I was saying. It was weird. It's crazy that I was able Total to bit, use, yeah, it come back full circle how the New Zealand massacre, yeah, you know, and our chainsaw massacre it just kind yeah, of worked. Yeah. I don't know, it worked. I kept the beanie. I still have the beanie, yeah. but. That was one of my proudest songs because, like, yeah. it was a lot, a lot of emotion was in that, and it got like really uh, positive uh, feedback from people. Like, people felt it, like yeah. tears. Like, people were crying. People felt goosebumps. I had people from New Zealand actually uh, reach out to me, yeah. and they're like, "Yo, that was very powerful." That's gotta be a great feeling to know that your music's touching people, and it, I think it's great that you're able to find a creative direction whenever something big like that happens. And, Thanks, so. You guys made me realize how uh, positive I should look at things. Dude, yeah, that's what the I monkey brain's you know about. I mean? It's so about like, quieting that monkey brain, that ego, and coming to a place of peace and understanding the truth in you and that we need to pr- appreciate everything, approach it with love. And your um, intention should always be good. And I think we need to trust our intentions more. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, man, I really appreciate you sitting down with us tonight. Facts. It's Thank been you. so informative. I, I hope uh, everybody else has like gained some knowledge. Uh, not only about you, but you I think, think your story is. What did great. we learn? What did you learn yeah. from this? What did you learn? You've listened to the podcast, haven't you? <laughs> you really, yeah, you, you fucking listen. listen. You dirty podcast listener. You dirty podcast. What did we fan. learn? I, I think research. we learned um, that. There's a lot of uh, squeezing diamonds out of like terrible situations. Like, um, yeah, you're dealing with, you're still dealing with. Oh, bro. This is what we learned. I got a t-shirt that encompasses your story. It's meant for something different. I got it for this last pride. It's called, it says, uh, no one should have to live their life in the closet. That's what you were doing with your music. Repeat that. No one should have to live their life in the closet. And it had a little Harry Potter thing, you know, it was like a Harry Potter play, oh, but it was also okay. for your sexuality. But for you, it was your, no, but for you, it was your I'm a music. closet rapper. You're a closet, closet rapper. rapper, bro. I came out as a closet you rapper. You don't have to hide your, your, who you are from your dad anymore, man. Yeah. Like he knows you as his son. That's I fucking cool. I need to cool. hide myself from the world. That's you're, right. But your dad's yeah, the most important if, one. If we always have to look for like the silver lining and everything, you, your mother gave you the gift of a friendship of, with your father. Oh, yeah. I like that take. Yeah. I like that. That's and I really, really hope, like, 100%, like, if you have not seen yet that you are not doing the right thing, like, 
if it's bringing joy to your father and your brother last night to even see you create something and they're excited like please if there's anything I have even taken from today is that you should continue to do what you're passionate about and thank you so much for sharing your story are there any plugs you have? Any? Yeah, yeah. My name is Shaw. I used to be a rapper. You can find me on my Instagram. <laughs> Ow. Okay, I was doing my Cardi B impression. Uh, <laughs> at Vlimps, you know what I mean? V-L-I-M-P-S-E, my YouTube channel. And, like, my whole YouTube channel and everything, my, my social media is all about my journey. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's not, it's not just about listening to my music. It's, like, welcome to my journey as I yeah. go through everything that I go through to become the next rapper or upcoming rapper I, I don't know whatever next science teaching rapper I'm, I'm, I used to be I'm back at it again that's you know what I mean Limps is rapping he's creating dope music dope music videos if you Turbo Bangladesh listeners are gonna be out in Chittagong yeah, yeah, yeah in December December something I, yeah I he's going back flight, to the motherland homecoming that's homecoming. what I call it homecoming, homecoming. bro hey motherland well, all right. Thank you so much again. Are we pleasure. ending yes. the podcast right now? Yeah. We had a fucking rapper on. We didn't have him spit anything, and we're going to end the goddamn oh, no. podcast. I'm just I kidding. Is that what we're doing right now? I, I, I don't dope. like to put rappers I think it's on dope. the spot. But I, if no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I Whatever should. you want, okay. obviously. I think, uh, I think one of the things that is very underlined in my, um, on my album yeah. is, is this song that says, uh, end of the show. Uh, the song ended the show it comes it has three different point of views which is me as a rapper me as a teacher and me as a muslim Mm. and uh you know we always see that muslim islam point of thing and this last verse i talk about it i'm like um here i go recite it all right uh the closer I am with music, further away from God, a hypocritical Muslim fell for the facade. Men working inside casinos, he ain't worried about his job. Women out here, that's not even wearing their hijab. So don't judge me when I pick up the pen and pencil. I'm fine with sinning as long as the outcome is beneficial. Been sentimental. I became a rebel in the flesh. Is this a blessing in disguise or a devil in the dress? Send me to hell in a studio session. I could be taught a lesson because I use music as an outlet for self-expression. They punish Adam because he took the apple out to eat. So use me and my music, make an example out of me. Tie me to a pole, 100 lashes on my back. Set me in a pit of fire till my skin turns black. Let each stone be thrown till my bones just crack. Should I be punished like this just because I rap? See, music is a choice and I'm going to pay for my sins. Cost me an arm and a leg, so just cut off my limbs. Take every lyric that I wrote, have it burnt to my skin. I took the blueprint of freedom of speech and colored it in. This is a sensitive subject and you are probably mad. I'm sorry y'all, but I take my apology back. I know how we exist, but don't know how to react. Because God made us from clay in his pottery class. Shah. Ow! What? Son! Monkey, please! Damn. Oh, man, that's a, that's a hell high note to end on. Uh, for Addy, uh, Vlimps, I'm Scott, Quancy Dudes. Quancy.